this is as real as it gets. This is Nash Gruner, the son of Olivia Gruner, and you are listening to the UCW radio show in your face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW radio in your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and I want to thank you again for joining us. And as always, we have special guests on this show, great guests, that not only, you know, share their current um, events and current position with us, but, you know, we talk about the, the, the journey to date and the what inspired them and how they inspire others to actually uh, rise above and go and and fight for their dreams and achieve their dreams and that's what we do here um we have authors we have athletes we have musicians we have actors a lot of people in, in entertainment and in finance and, and and across the spectrum of of uh, a lot of different industries but the one thing that everyone has in common is that they have a goal. They had a goal. Or they continue to have a goal and they go and they fight for it and you know, they and they, they're inspired to uh to make it happen uh, against all odds, against adversity, against whatever is in their path, and they become successful at what they do. And our current guest, although we're gonna bring on in a minute, is no different. Her name is Karina Nascimento. She is an IFBB pro. Uh, she's been involved in fitness for some time. And I think ba- basically what I'm going to do is let her tell her story because that's what we do here. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into it at this point. I want her to tell her, her story in her way. So uh, anyway, before we bring her on, I want to remind all our listeners that are that are interested in uh, certain shows that are on television, you know, make make sure to check out and support uh, shows like Million Dollar Contractor on DIY, uh, Mega Dens on DIY. Uh, make sure to check out the uh, Glory World Series. That's a great uh, kickboxing organization that is actually bringing back uh, kickboxing as uh, as it should be, as as it was. Uh, many years ago, and now it's in the spotlight again, so I'm happy that they're doing that. And uh, also in January, as is every January, you have the Action Martial Arts Hall of Honors. And this year in Atlantic City, they're going to have a whole host of of different um, of different events that that, that kind of expands off of the world of martial arts, and you know trickles down into fitness, arm wrestling and uh bjj and and a few other things so it's and you can have a lot of celebrities there like uh, phil morris uh jason statham you're going to have marty cove fred the hammer williamson and um who else is going to be there let me think let me think okay you're going to have uh, other stars like michael j white uh and you're going to have uh dan severin mma you know legend and there are going to be other legends in attendance. I really can't go through the whole list because then I'll be I'll be stuck in this intro forever. All right, but just make sure to go to actionmagstore.com to find out more about that. 
Okay, with that said, you know, also make sure to follow me on Twitter to get updates and my rants and so on and so forth. Okay, now without further ado, let's bring Karina on the show. All right, Karina, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing great. As of now, I'm just um, spending a little time with my family before I have to leave out to uh, Orlando for another promotion. So you're you're all over the place. You're all over the place. You're flying here, there, this, that, and just for our listeners (laughs) to know that she, you know, Karina just uh, came back from Kansas. She was promoting some stuff. We're going to talk about that later. Um, But she's been doing some amazing stuff. Why why don't you, Karina, why don't you give um, our listeners, uh, give them a, you know, a little bit about you so they can get to know you a little bit better. Well, I am Brazilian. I was born in Brazil. Um, I'm actually 41 years old. Um, I am a mother of three children, five years old, Gabby, uh, eight-year-old son, Teddy, and Christine is 10. Um, Ten years ago, I used to bodybuild. Uh, I did very well in the NPC level. I won every show overall um, in Texas, Oklahoma, California, and New York. And then I went to Brazil where they gave me my pro status, and I was immediately invited to compete at the prestigious uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic uh, in the lightweight division and the Miss International. And after that was my last show in the bodybuilding world, and I retired. I wanted to, to, you know, build a family, and I really didn't want to put on a lot more muscle. And I love fashion and just being able to um, walk in in store and buy whatever and put on whatever I like. And so with uh, tons of muscle, I, I didn't feel like that was, you know, the direction I wanted to go. So, so, but so, you, so, so you took a break, you know, and then mm-hmm. used to, to build a family. So then I, yes. Okay. Um, at that time, I, I was uh, with uh, with my boyfriend that now is my husband. And, um, Isn't and he really a lucky guy? That, that he's a something. lucky He's a lucky guy. What's his name? <laughs> his name is John Hoffman, and uh, he's actually used to be a powerlifter back in uh day and uh he he built a company called Long Star Distribution. Ah. So I was working as a promo girl for his company. Uh uh Long Star Distribution is a distribution we distribute all over the world um in all types of, of uh uh sports nutrition like BSN, mm-hmm. metrics you name it, we have it. Oh, because Don's out of control. Don's out. Yeah, I'm going to give you a shout-out to Don. Don, good work there, buddy. But we're going to talk about Lone John. Star later. John John. 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 John Don. John Don Juan Hoffman. There you go. That's he, right. He's, 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 he's smooth. He I know like that. that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, we, but we're going to talk about Lone Star later. I want to get more into you and and your journey because that that's what we do here on the show. We talk about the journey. It's it's more of, you know, you, know, you took. It's more of what what you've done and the adversity you went through to get to where you're at, and I know when you know taking you know even starting in in bodybuilding way back when could not have been easy for you. 
No, you know, growing up in Brazil, I had a um, crazy childhood. I used to, um, I used to be very. I, I never ever tell anybody this, but um, uh, the first time I ever told this uh, part of my life, I, I told to my husband now, and and he thought it was very inspiring. And which it opened up the door for me to feel more comfortable about it. But I used to be at five years old. I used to sell mangoes in the streets of Brazil, and you know I was uh, a housemaid. I done. Uh, I think that I done all so much work when I was younger. You know where today I feel that it, it really made me a much stronger person after moving here. The United States from Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually pulled out of my home for for child abuse, and so I spent my ten years in the children's home called uh, Cross Haven in Texas. Wow. Um, and so at 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 some point there, I I felt very depressed, suicidal, just. You know, I just felt like it didn't matter what direction I was, if, uh, if I was good, bad, whatever, I just couldn't catch a break as a, as a young, uh, woman or a young adult or a young teen that wanted to, to just feel loved and taken care of, you know, mm-hmm. by an adult, by a mother, especially my mother. So. Yeah, lots happened at that time. So, and, so, it, so it all started. Um, it all this all started when you were when you were a little baby, pretty much. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh-huh. So you went you went through that stuff, you know, from selling the mangoes in the street to, you know, being put in the system, and mm-hmm. being raised by, I mean, strangers became your family at that point. Yeah, you know, and I I really felt like it was um I had a great relationship with uh with God growing up in Brazil and uh, and and uh actually um it's such a long story and well, I guess there's a book there somewhere. But um I used to go to church so much when I was in Brazil and it, the house I was raised in um, it was very, very Christian, you know, very extremist. But, uh, for me at that time, it was all I had into, you know, the, the faith I was for. I remember being so young and had so much faith in Jesus that it, it, it just fueled my heart. It was kind of like, it was happiness and, in in a very natural level. Well, you knew that. You know, there was hope. You knew that there was something more mm-hmm. for you. You knew that giving up wasn't an option. No, exactly. It was. Mm-hmm. I was always, always a fighter. Always a fighter. I, I had these, these dreams. You know, like this to be somebody, something, something more. And I used to, you know, just wish upon the stars. You know, like I, I believed in everything. Um, and so after many years in, in, in the children's home and, uh, I was about 26 years old. Um, one day I was just filled with a lot of emotions and 
uh, I was kind of living here, there. Um, I was just uh, real, you know, after all these emotions at one point, they all come to a surface. Yeah. And if you don't know what to do with them and nobody around you know what to do with them, and and that's why a lot of t- teenagers, they just go like either in a suicidal route or they go into this, you know, crazy um, mind uh, because you just don't know what to do with all these emotions. Sooner or later, I had a lot of anxieties. I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just, I was suffering so much and uh, in so much pain and um and, but, I, and I'm uh, sure I'm sure that when you were and this is what you know people that have never been through situations like that when you're in where it can be in in a in a in a children's home prison whatever it is it's very dangerous to show your emotions because it it can impact you later because I mean it, it that that stuff <laughs> like that happens yeah, um, I was actually uh, taken to a um, a hospital like a for depression, and at that hospital they kind of to me I always think of it they opened up a kind of worm that they didn't know how to deal with it mm-hmm. because there was so much that um, that was the first time my anxiety just uh, came you know. Uh, out and I have today, I still have, um, I suffer from psoriasis and that's the, and I have to take a shot three, uh, every three months, um, so that it, it controls my, my psoriasis, which has done wonders for me. Um, but I did go into a treatment center when, um, I was 26. I needed to, um, I just felt like my life needed to change. Uh, I was in, you know, I felt like I was in the streets. So I didn't know what to do with my life. Um, you know, I was just lost. I was really lost. I was mm-hmm. drinking. I was partying too much. Mm-hmm. I was just looking for an outlet. I just didn't want to feel what I was feeling anymore. And I just, uh, I was kind of like, what you say? And that door and you um, could have given up for some you could uh, yeah you you yes and then but it's like you don't want to give up but you also don't want to live the way you're living anymore either sure but lesser people would give up lesser people Mm -hmm. would give up so it shows what you had inside of you but what, what was that turning point what was that changing point that you know, change, I mean, that, I'm going to say that changed your life because it, it, it had to. I would never forget I was in the living room with some friends and I kept hearing myself being so sad and just repeating myself over and over how I wanted my mother to, to love me. Why did my mother not love me? Why didn't, you know, she not take care of me? And I literally saw myself outside of myself. I don't know if you could ever understand. And I looked at myself thinking, wow, I got to move on. I got my life. I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to see myself 
at 30 going through so much. I want to change. And immediately I put myself in, in the treatment center. And I spent six months working on myself. And it was a, and, it, was, uh, it was a decision that you made. It was either you were going to not be around much longer or mm -hmm. change. A change, exactly. I had to make that change. It was one of the hardest things that I ever done, I think, too, is, is that in making the decision to, to, that I wanted to leave my home, you know, because before they take you away, they really have to, to, to communicate with you, you know, and they just, they just don't drag you out of your home. They, they, they speak with you mm -hmm. about it. You know, this is a decision that, you know, it could affect your life forever. And, and I said, yes, I want to go. So, I always been, I know that I'm one of those people that have been able to get up and make the move and change. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always one of those people that wants to, to make a better, a, a better for myself as, you know, if I have the chance. Mm -hmm. So you, you, um, you went and you went to the facility and after six months, you, you worked on yourself for six months. And when did you know that you were ready? To, to take another step in the right direction. Well, when I uh, when I ended up in Hazleton, uh, which is in Minnesota, I used to live in Dallas, uh, in Minnesota. And when I was there, um, they said, you know, your 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 problem is is not uh, uh, drugs or alcohol. You know, um, uh, it's. Um, it's way deeper. This is there's so much emotions in there. There's so so you you're filled with pain. So I, I well I went to extend the program after thirty days to Santa Fe, New Mexico called the Life Healing Center, most amazing place I've ever been in my life. And um I don't think that I was completely like ready to move and I knew that I still had some other work to be done after four months, but I was willing to take the chance to to keep going, you know, to go back home, to to make a change, to do some, you know, to move from Dallas to Fort Worth, and um, to kind of continue my life. And when um, when I left. They, it was okay to leave, you know what I mean? I was not going to leave unless I was prepared, but I knew there was still a lot of work mm -hmm. uh, for me to do. And um, when I got to full work, I moved all my stuff and left to full work. I was now wondering, what am I going to do, you know? Um, and I actually met my friend and personal trainer at the time. I had no money. Um, I was just trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And I wanted to get in shape again because in, in treatment, they won't let you, you know, work out and stuff. Like if they see that you always liked working out and always, you know, looked in, in shape. But, um, so 
if there's anything that you really, really want, love doing, they keep you from it so that you don't, you know, you don't hang, you know. So by that time, I was ready to, do, you know, start working out. And that's I had a, a personal trainer showed up, and and um, he said, I will, I will train you for free. And I thought, uh, this is just can be real. And, you know, he became my mentor, my friend, and uh, he trained me and, and teach me everything that today I, I know about training. And when I won my first show, the Running Common Classic in 1999, I thought that I was just on the on cloud now. I just thought to myself, I cannot believe it. You know, I cannot believe that I set this goal. And here I am, you know, I'm a champion, an overall champion with this show. Well, you, you, know, and, um, you, you know what we're going to mm-hmm. do, Karina? You know, um, I mean, the story is amazing, but we have to take a quick break. Okay, mm-hmm. so what we're going to do, we're going to take a break now. And for our listeners, you know, we're going to be back with Karina because we have to, you know, get the rest of this amazing, uh, this amazing story of her journey to date. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think you're going to get a whole host of new fans there, Karina. So uh, just stay with me, and we're going to be back right after this quick break. This is Chef Gavin Murphy with your one-minute healthy cooking tip. A lot of people are more health-conscious nowadays, especially when it comes to food. But did you know there are a lot of hidden calories and, of all things, salad dressing? They're chock-full of added sugars. But don't fret, I've got you covered. Try this quick and delicious salad dressing recipe. Grab a small Tupperware container with a lid and add a quarter cup of balsamic vinegar, two tablespoons of whole grain or Dijon mustard, a teaspoon of organic honey, pinch of salt and pepper and three quarters of a cup of olive oil. Pop the lid on and give it a good old shake. This is spot on for a beautiful summer salad and will keep in the fridge for weeks. For more healthy cooking tips and info, go to gavinmurphy.com.
Hi, my name is Peter May of London Central Properties and we're based in Cavendish Square which is close to Regent's Park. The majority of my work experience has been in sales, in particular the hotel and hospitality industry both in the UK and overseas. London Central Properties is an established company with a global presence and a high reputation for service and discretion. We specialise in the sale of high-value, off-market apartments, houses, hotels and investments. We have recently opened a new division specialising in the provision of service departments which cover the full spectrum from budget to exclusive. These apartments are suitable for both leisure and corporate clients and are located in the key areas of London including Mayfair, Knightsbridge, Kensington and Bayswater. For further information please refer to our website which is www.londoncentralproperties.com We have now established an exclusive partnership with the host of Money Never Sleeps, Mr. Louis Velasquez. Welcome back to the UCW radio show, and we're back here with Karina, and we're going to continue the story. We left off. We were talking about her first competition win, uh, where she became uh, an actual bodybuilding champion, and you know, let, let's continue with that. So, you, you know, Karina, you you won, mm-hmm. you you won, you won your title. You won your title, and that was in mm-hmm. 1999, right? Yes. Okay, yes, 1999. And, and your and your trainer um, at the time, big Don Juan John. Okay, he uh, he trained you, and he held your hand, and he brought you to that point. Well, um, yes, and then when I was, um, uh, then it really I got intrigued. You know, I was like, oh my goodness, this can be. This is. It made me feel empowered. You know, like mm-hmm. for such a long time I was struggling to to find an identity to find myself or to find something that I that I I knew that I can be good at it you know and um then I went on to compete again at the Iron Games in Oklahoma okay I won that show overall and I just thought, oh my God, this cannot be real, you know. Um, this is a great show and it's in another city. So then I went to California and this is a big show that I was going to do. Uh, only one other person had brought this, uh, um, this sword back from, uh, California, Texas. And, um, so I was really excited about it and I went to California. And I won that show overall. And I was just like, I want to become a pro, you know. I want to to do this forever. (laughs) That was my thought. I went to New York and I won that show overall. And um, so when I went to want to become a pro because I'm Brazilian and I'm a citizen of Brazil, I had to go to Brazil to get my pro status. Um, I hadn't been in Brazil since I left, so that was something that was kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm, here's another turning point in my life, you know? To go back um, where it all started. Go back where it all 
started and that and I was I was in fear to to even go back or because well, you, know, you, you I'm sure you had to deal with you know in your mind because no one can mm -hmm. be in your mind but you you had to deal with the fact that hey you you had to go back and deal with the memories and re you feel like you may be reliving something and I'm sure that anxiety mm -hmm. must have went through the roof. Yeah, it was not um yeah, it was it was quite something else, but I did it. I did it alone. Um it was it was a blessing because the ICB uh president at the time, I got in contact with him and he just was so open and um, I said, you know, I can compete, or whatever you need me to do. And he says, I want you to come here. I want you to bring everything, and uh, we'll see where where you stand. And by the time I left Brazil, uh, São Paulo, he signed my um, my papers, and he said, go and go represent Brazil well. Um, and I was extremely happy and come home and immediately I get invited to the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic. It was very prestigious. Nobody ever heard of me. And here I was in the middle of all these veterans. I was like, can't be real. Look at <laughs> it that. was an amazing experience. But you know what? I mean, if you... If you would have taken the easy road and quit and just gave up mm -hmm. way back before you started getting involved in, in bodybuilding and everything, it, you mean, a lot of people going through that adversity and, and being thrown here, going being thrown there, and then your your esteem you know gets knocked down to the ground because you don't think that you're worth what you're actually mm -hmm. worth and you don't think that you're worth anything because nobody wants to love you and then you fight you fight through that that is mm -hmm. inspiring and i and i love this because you know you're a prime example of what not giving up is about and what fighting for your dreams is about and what is making your goals and knowing that nothing nothing not a thing mm -hmm. in this world can stop you from doing it the only person that can stop it, you is you exactly um it, See if you were in front of me right now, I give you, I give you a big hug if you were in front of me. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it, it was something else because I was alone in all this. I was still all alone. Oh, so at, at at this point was, during this time, you were not with John. No, I was just with my coach, and um, I was living in this apartment upstairs, third floor, in Fort Worth, Texas by myself. I spend most of my time by myself. I personal train. I feel people and I'll come home and I will just be home and uh, you know, be to myself and, and meditate and read and try to grow, you know. Um, try to to really, you know, expand my mind and, and a lot of uh, a lot of meditation, spirituality. So that I can um, continue to learn how to believe in myself every day. Mm -hmm. You know, how can I continue to grow? And and you know, because there is moments, there are moments that you say, you know, it's just such a long road. You know, I'm tired of of you know fighting the mind games that we we you know get 
thrown with, you know, because there's still so many insecurities. If nobody ever tells you that, that you're beautiful, hey, I love you, you can do this. Um, if nobody ever says this to you except some random people here and there in your life, which thank God that happened to me because I can remember a teacher in high school or in junior high or that mother that I had over there at the, at the children's home. You know, you know, just random people, but nothing was like something that you can grow up with where I'm trying to tell, teach my, give to my children. It's consistent, consistent, empower them to be, to, to believe in themselves. You know, here, it's, the world is, you'll find out that it's a certain way, but you have the power to move yourself forward. You have the power. You can do it. Anything you want to do in life. And you know what? I, Especially you, when you have mommy and daddy right there by you, it's wide open. Well, your, your kids, your kids, I'm sure they're going to be listening to this, and I want to tell them that you know you should hug your mommy because you know oh. you're very fortunate, you know, and they are very fortunate to have you. Because they are going to be saved the pain that you went through. And they're going to be able to live the best life they can live and, 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 and pay it forward and inspire people and become something incredible in this world because that's what you want for them. For them. It's, right. Exactly. And that's what I tell them every time that, you know, I go through, you know, competition and they see me, my hard work. Um, you know, I, there are days I want to give up or, you know, but, and I want them to see it because I said, but you know what? I know the hard work is going to pay off. I know that this is just my goal. Mm -hmm. Whether, you know, I win as a title or not, it, it's not going to take away the hard work that I put into it. Mm -hmm. The day and night, you know, um, in mornings, early mornings, late nights, uh, the diet, which is so, you know, intense. I said, you know, uh, I know when I reach my goal, when I get up there, I know that I've done everything that I possibly can to get there, and I'm standing there. Mm -hmm. So now it's, you know, it, it's up to the judges or it's up to whoever it is, but my goal has been reached. I'm already a champion. You know something? And I love that you said that, okay? Because at the end of the day here, you're doing this for you because out of anything out there, it's the, the only thing that can stop you is you. Is you. The judges, <laughs> the politics and bodybuilding. Yeah, I said it. The politics and bodybuilding, everything else, a lot of the nonsense is all irrelevant because... At the end of the day, anyone that's competing, I don't care who you mm -hmm. are, if you're competing, this should be first about you. If you're, if you want mm -hmm. to get, you know, become the best of the best, it has to be about you and why you're doing it. And yeah. then, then you can get to that point because that passion is there. The, yes. Um, after, you know, I did place third at the Honor First Nigger Classic, um, my pro debut. And um, after that, that's when I quit. I said, you know what? I don't want to get bigger. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, 
you know, which I was looking it to be more like it, it is uh, physique today. Um, and uh, it was one, you know, probably not in that direction at that point. And I said to myself, you know what, um, I'm just going to let this go. And, and, and the hardest thing that you can do is giving up on something that you love so much. Ah, um, but you gave up on something you love so much for something that you love even more. Yeah, well, I didn't know I was going to have children yet, but um, I was hoping so. But you wanted um, happiness. You wanted to be happy. The happiness, you absolutely. And, and you found someone that made you happy. Yeah. Yes, and you know what? And here we go again on, that, on, on, on making that change once again. Being able to say, this is not working for me. Move on. Change it now before it's too late. Yeah. And I say that to people like they are in relationships or they are struggling with their weight or they're struggling with depression or they're struggling with, with this feeling inside that you just keep, you know, going around in a circle thinking to myself, beating your head against the wall. Make the change. Mm-hmm. No one can do it for you. Yeah. You have to make that change. It's, it's dramatic. It's, it's drastic. It's like it's the hardest thing you ever do in your life. But when the sunlight of the spirit starts to, to shine through, is only when you make that change. Yeah, and it goes back to you know what's easy. It's easy to complain. It's easy to point fingers. It's easy to do all that stuff. The hardest mm-hmm. thing is to say, you know what? This didn't happen for me. That didn't happen for me. But that's okay because I'm a fighter. I'm going to keep pushing forward i fell down okay i'm gonna get up i'm just gonna keep moving and keep 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 my mind going in the right direction and keep moving where i need to move because again it's easy to give up the hardest thing to do is to get up and keep going and moving and 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 trying to better yourself and going jumping the hurdles going through adversity breaking through the brick walls kicking on those damn doors so that you can get to where you want to get to and this is the stuff that you did you did it Mm-hmm. You know, and and and, yeah, and, and, and that is yeah. what inspires people, Karina. And I, you know, and I'm glad that we went over all this. I really am, you know, because I hope that our listeners that are listening to to hearing your story that they get inspired because nothing in this world can be that bad that's going to make you give mm-hmm. up on what you want. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. And it's like the courage to not give up. That's what I say to myself. Mm-hmm. I have the courage not to give up. You know, because that's what it takes. Yeah, that's exactly what it takes. So now, fast forward a little bit. You you met the love of your life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you met John. You guys, you know, got together. And then mm-hmm. you took a break from bodybuilding. And you were, you got, you had children. Right, mm-hmm. and then uh, yes. what brought you back on the scene? Well, um, after my third child, I uh, actually competed uh, in the city division when I was Christina was um, five months. Um, I didn't do so well because I still had tons of muscles, and I was like, okay, I'm going to continue to get better and, and I'm going to try again and then I 
find out that I was pregnant again with Teddy very, very quickly. They're only like uh, 16 months apart. And so I knew that. Look at that John, you dog. Look at you. (laughs) 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 You know, the journey that you want is not the journey that God wants you to be in, you know. The blessings blessings come when they come. The blessings come when they come. They come when they come, you know. I was like, okay, this is now over for me. You know, I I guess I've never meant to be in, uh, to compete again. And um, I had my third child. Gabriella, uh, and that was going to be it for me. Um, but before that, I was going through some, um, I went through some real uh, emotional time because it takes back to not being completely, uh, you know, free from everything that happened to me, all the emotions, because there was a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff in the childhood that happened and so and you know you, you I, never you never dealt with it i i didn't i didn't go you know i went as deep as i could mm-hmm. but there was more and when my daughter was born and my son was born i was filled with this emotion and i started getting anxiety again and i just couldn't it was kind of like i was a child for a moment there mm-hmm. thinking to myself okay if I am filled with love for these children, I would protect them with all my heart. Right. Why didn't this happen to me? Why didn't nobody protect me? Yeah. You know, why nobody took care of me? And that was my, uh, and these emotions started to come. And, and you get angry. I really needed to. And you get angry. Yes, you, I needed you get to get very feel. angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, very, um, um, it was, you know, I, I just didn't know what to do with these emotions, and it's confu- it was, to, I'm sure it was, it was, conf- it, was conf- it was confusing. It had to be confusing mm-hmm. because all these emotions are coming at you, and you you don't know how to to balance it because they're coming at you because now you see how you are with your children, and then you, I can see it. I can see you sitting there saying. I love my kids. I'm doing everything I can do. I, I will die for them. Why didn't I get that as a kid? Why? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Yeah. And I, I became very yeah. depressed. Right. Um, not, you know, and it was not something that I wanted to be, but I was. And I started to think about, you know, um, ways to to feel better. Then I had anxieties. Then I had, you know, I was on medication. Um, I started drinking, you know, more than I should. And, and, and one day I just started to really feel like I was starting to give up on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. I started to pray. And when I was driving, I remember vividly, I was driving in my, in this, this, thought came to my mind. It was so vivid, like as if, you know, God was speaking to me and it said to me, if you don't get it together now, all can be done and over with. You will lose your life, everything. It was something like that to that extent, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And um, I turned my car around, and I went home, and I spoke with my husband, and I said, I am very depressed, and I don't know what to do. I'm very, I'm just like, I'm broken. It was like I had no idea because that was the first time you. That was well. the first time you told him then. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because no one could see it, you know. I was very well, but at night when everybody was asleep, I'll, I'll break down. Yeah, well, because you because you, you, you have to give the fake smile, fake laughs, mm-hmm. and be interested in everybody else, and then when you're alone, it's only you. It's only you in that mirror, just you, and those, those thoughts come at come at you, and they come at you fast, really fast. Yeah. That, that, and it yeah. was like it was like I had this world that was that could be wonderful, and then I was in this other world where I was like, I don't know why I'm here still. And uh, my my husband looked at me and he said, and this is more like uh, each time that I speak. I always I always open up more mm-hmm. so that people can really because I know if I felt this way I know there's plenty of people that have felt the way I felt yeah. they're feeling this you know well, you're it's not, hopelessness you're not alone it's helplessness and um, um, he said well do you need to go to treatment or do you need I said no I said because um if I went to treatment, then in 30 days they'll send me somewhere else and I know what I need to do. So I gave myself uh, for a year, I spent myself in AA mm-hmm. and Alcoholics Anonymous because I wanted to work with someone and go through the book. The book was about um, this... Um, once you really get it, it was like everything went in this amazing way for me. Um, it, it was more about letting go of the past and, and, and learning more about what happened to me and why. Because if I didn't get, if I, if I don't get my life right, and, you know, uh, I can spend the rest of my life blaming others. You know, why, why, why is not going to get me to live a, a fulfilled life because my mother maybe not, didn't even know why. Mm-hmm. She didn't know why. Oh, you know, she's asking why it happened to her. Yeah. Well, you know, so um, I spent uh, a whole year and I worked on myself and one day I finished everything and I was free. Emotionally, mm-hmm. I was and and now was, and now you're, you're able woman. yeah but now you you're able to speak about this where i'm sure back then it was very difficult for you to do that not without emotionally breaking down right. uh feeling sorry for myself and and not even you know and today um i don't there's no emotion about and it's an, it's a miracle um, I went as far as to Sedona, Arizona, in a spiritual adventure to get free. I was willing to do whatever it took. I was listening to my heart. Um, 
I was listening to whatever came from the inside because once you open your your mind and, and body, um, you will be led by the spirit. You'll be led by something else that will drive you to your freedom if you're willing to get it. But you must be willing to work for it. And it's not an easy task. But I, that's how I can, I think, be as great as I am in the level that I am. I'm, it's not about the winning of the Miss Olympia at this point, but with my body and my condition, I know it's one of the best conditions on stage. The way I get to do that is by keep going, keep fighting, even when I feel like giving up, I won't do it. You can't do it. And, and the reason you can't because, you know, you've been through enough. So you know what giving up <laughs> is at this point? Giving up is like, eh, that's that was a long time ago. There's no giving up here. I knocked the, I, the adversity, everything. All that stuff's gone, and now you just keep moving forward. Now, what I want to do, um, you know, I, I want to fast forward to you know we're going to go into you're speaking about your your sponsors and what you and your your husband are doing with Lone Star but I want to talk about what what happened recently you you recently you know when you got back into it you had mm -hmm. to go through the system again with uh, with bodybuilding you had to actually build up again right yes yes so um, that cuz that pro card didn't just you know I mean it, it it didn't last you from then till now you had to actually redo everything uh, no, Eva, the pro card is there. Once you're a pro, you're a pro. Uh, what happened is, is that this is a new division called the Women's Physique. It's a brand new division. Um, they start this division in 2011. It was the first show, the Desert Muscle. And why they did this is because they wanted to uh, uh, create a place for uh, the women that are in Figure that competes in, in any other competition, which is a, if it's bodybuilding and you're not big enough for bodybuilding, and um, if you're in figure, most women are in the figure division, but they acquire, they have a little bit more muscle. They're more muscular type of women, just genetically, you know, mm -hmm. uh, or if you're in fitness. Um, if you're a bikini and you want to compete because you want to compete in a, in a, in this, uh, competition because it has more of, you know, you have more muscle, you're, you're more streamlined, the condition, you have a routine that you can put together. So, uh, I was already here. I would move from Texas to Florida. I was training here with a trainer. And he said, you know, I just can seem to keep your body from, you know, just putting on muscle because it's one of those things because, you know, my body is, is my genetics. I start training and I'll give, you know, 100% and my body gives back 100%. And so uh, he said, there's a show called The Women's Physique Expo. It's debuting on the 2011 in February, six months uh, before he was talking to me. 
And I said, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to mass, I don't want to put on that much muscle. He goes, no, it's not like that. It won't be anything like that. He goes, you're really going to enjoy this. I said, okay, then I want to do the first show. He's like, really? I mean, you only have six months. I said, I can do it. Let's go. And I did the show, the first ever women's physique competition, 2011, the Desert Muscle, and I won. I was the champion of the show. So you, you won there, and then it began the whole cycle with you, you know, uh, transforming from bodybuilding to more, uh, you know, physique, where you can be uh-huh. more ladylike. Because mm-hmm. uh, some some, mm-hmm. some some women in bodybuilding, you know, they they're kind of big. They scare me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, I went on to. Uh, I went on and I, you know, competed uh, there two more times. I won the uh, the Valencia Gold Cup. We did not have Olympia that year. Then I went to the, the following year. Um, I placed uh, first at the Ottoman uh, Nutrition in uh, Shreveport. Mm-hmm. And that put me in the Olympia for the 2013. And then... Um, I placed second at the New York Pro. Last year, I placed um, eighth at the Olympia. And um, this year, um, actually, the end of the year last year, my mom was, uh, you know, diagnosed with um, uh, cancer, with lung cancer. Oh, wow. Sorry uh, sorry to hear that. Yes, and, uh, you know... um, our relationship was very great. Uh, as you know, I, I told you, you know, um, I forgave her and, and mm-hmm. um, she, you know, is actually here in my house uh, before she left to Phoenix. And um, my children just adore grandma and uh, she's a great grandma, really great grandma. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she was, you know, towards the end, she was a great mom. And uh, because we, because I knew how to accept her. But but this this, this, this is your this is your, your natural born mother, right? That's my natural born mom. So this yes. is the one that you know when you were going through all this, you know, because she probably didn't know what to do at that mm-hmm. point. So, but you know, you yes. had, you had it in your heart to forgive her because, you know, why hold that baggage? That's good. I yeah, like that. I yes, like that. I like, that. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I move forward, you know. That was yeah. the only way that I can become a great mom. Yeah. That's the only way I can become a better person today yeah. is by letting go, by learning how to let go and why. Right. It's more about you have you can't just let go of anything, but you have to learn why. Why? It, it, it's, a, it's a huge process. Mm-hmm. Um and then after the um, Olympia, um, I had a split wall, uh, wall in the abdominal muscle. What, what year so, is this? What year is this? When? Uh, what, last year. Wait, oh, right, this is sorry, 2013, and you had you had a split. Your, your muscle ripped. Well, yes, because you know I was I was a heavy. Uh, recurring hernia oh wow so because for my children 
when uh, my last baby, um, a lot of women, this happens to, you know, um, the muscle tears, mm-hmm. the abdominal muscle. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and get this done now because I need it. Dude, the, um, you know, that, that's, why, I, that, that's why a lot of women adopt. <laughs> no, I know. I'm telling you. The kids put you through pain from birth till <laughs> till, till till they're fifty. <laughs> and, and on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you got so the surgery, the surgery done. I had the surgery and I competed in the Optimum Classic again, and I placed third. You know, last year I won. I placed third. Um, then I was like, oh my gosh, I come home and my son is like, did you win, mommy? I said, no, I did not win. I said, but, um, he goes, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to win the next show. We got to keep going because now I'm determined to be in the Olympia, you know, now I'm going to, I have to win a show to be in the Olympia. So, uh, three, four weeks later, I placed third in New Orleans. You know, I was, you know, got too conditioned, too lean, or, you know, I was like, okay, what do I do now? Tampa Pro was eight weeks away. I was like, oh my God, eight weeks still on this diet. So, and these, I got but these shows, these these shows are pretty much back to back. Yes, I mean you keep oh. going if you if you oh. haven't you know building up some point to win a show. Wow! So yeah, I kept it, going. If anyone that that knows anything about cutting weight and and getting yourself in shape, you do it. Just doing it the one time is hard. I don't care if you're a bodybuilder, boxer, MMA fighter. When you're cutting weight, it's hard, difficult. Yeah, I didn't miss a cardio in nine months. Oh. Two cardio. And um, then when I got the Tampa play second, that put me in the uh, Olympia by point. And um, I actually changed coach because I just, you know, I really wanted now. Uh, now it's just like, okay, I needed my coach there. My coach at the time can cannot be at my shows. And things start changing so quick, you know. And um, so um, I went with the... My new coach, PJ Browns, and, um, he's a good friend of mine, and I really trust him, and I just needed a change, you know. When something's not working anymore, you gotta make it change, because if you don't, then you're the one gonna be left behind. Uh, and yeah. so, I started to make the changes, and, um, I, I looked at PJ and I said, I just want, at this point, I just want to be in the top five. I'll do whatever it takes to work from here to six weeks for the transformation to get me in the top five. And I went to work and he worked his magic as far as, you know, learning my body and what I needed and uh, feeding me more food and giving me more fats because I get so conditioned and this is, I run, you know, and I, it's, it's, it's in my body. Mm-hmm. Condition is in my body. And, um, we got to the Olympia after all this time, nine months competing, dieting, you know, and at the same time, I have to make sure that my children doesn't feel this mm-hmm. intensity, you know. I, I cook 
great food for them, for my husband, and you know, pancakes and oh, you know, that's do hard. A, I, I have, that has to be yeah. hard. <laughs> yes, it's it, it, you know, but in at times you you look at yourself and you go, oh my gosh, I still have four weeks. How am I going to do it? And you go, you just do it. There's no thinking about it, you know. So I got to the Olympia, and when they called me, before I went to on the stage, I said, you know, you worked so hard. You know what to do. You got your body in the best shape today of your life for in this competition, uh, women's physique. So give it to them. And when my name was called um, on the top five, I, I felt like a champion for life. You know, to be called I in the top five, you know, to be called in the top five is not shabby because when you're talking about the Olympia, I don't care if it's bodybuilding or other divisions, you know, you have, you have legends in bodybuilding that never won the Mr. Olympia. Mm-hmm. Like Rich Kasperi never won the Miss Olympia. He's a champion. Mm-hmm. He won other competitions, but he's, he's still he's a legend. So I just wanted yeah. to make that clear for the for the listeners, so they understand that just breaking into that into that top five is is tough. It's tough, tough, tough. Twenty four women, twenty four amazing women. Um, I just you know, it's such a great camaraderie. We always. Tell myself and, and, you know, and the women, I said, we have to build the memories. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, let's make lifetime memories here. Yeah. And that's what you, you did. Know. And, you know, I mean, you, like you and I, we could talk about this forever because it's just, you know, I mean, your story is continuing on and we're going to bring mm-hmm. you on again. At a, you know, maybe it's not going to be for maybe another six months or so, maybe a year. But when we bring you back on, we're going to get an update on all the amazing things you're doing. You know, because what I want to do, I want to leave time so we can talk about, you know, you and your husband's distribution company and then your sponsors and give them, you know, give them a little uh, highlights uh, during the show Thank before you. before we yeah. end the show. So let, let's talk quickly about. Just peep the the companies that are sponsoring you, and then let's talk about your husband's and and your uh, distribution company. Uh, Supplemental X is um, a company that we are exclusive to health clubs. So our brand is in the. It, I believe so much in it. You know, I do take the supplements. Um, especially right after, uh, the Tipper Pro when I made all my changes. Um, the only major off brand I use, uh, uh, at this point is just, you know, uh, uh, vitamin C and the, um, uh, extra hairy nails, but everything I use is supplemental X. I love the brand. It's in a regulated facility. Uh, we have, you know, building blocks, protein. We have a, we have cleanse, just a cleanse, you know, for, for the body, like for your, 
for liver, for detox the body, to recharge the body, especially when you're going into, you know, a new uh, diet program or a new phase of your uh, uh, transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, we have rejuvenation. We have everything that you can think of. So, we have in this brand. So, so, so it, it, it's important. a good, it's a product line that's going to help people enhance and change their lives. Exactly. Okay. And it's called Supplement RX. You okay. can go to supplementrx.com. Right. And you actually can buy, ever can buy this line. Um, you know, we just don't, um, you know, promote it to everybody. But if you go into, you know, the supplement RX. Right, so sub- supplemental um, X. And what was, and, 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 but what's the other? It. What's the other sponsor? Because I want to get, I want to get them in. Because we don't have a lot of yes. time left. Uh, and uh, Long Star Distribution is, you know, our company. Mm-hmm. We distribute all over the world, all over the country. We have Texas, uh, you know, Florida, uh, Atlanta. We have Indianapolis, New York. And Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, so we distribute all different types of lines. So if you go to www.longstardistribution.com, okay. and um, you can, if you own a gym, a health club, or a store, and you know, and you want to um, have a own distribution or whatever, worldwide, we are worldwide. Okay. Go with the star. All right, so go with the show, go with Lone Star, and that's LoneStarDistribution.com, right? Yes. All right, yes, Lone, yes. LoneStarDistribution.com. If you are a gym owner or you have a you have a facility and you want to go, you just want to get into distribution, check them out, <laughs> and that's where Big John yes. rolls. That's where he's doing stuff. He's doing all types yes. of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, and then we have City Blend. Um, also, there's some promotions for them because uh, we own that, too, and we put smoothie bars. On gyms, uh, gyms or you know stores, wherever you need a smooth uh, smoothie bars, um, it's called CityBlends.com, and we this. are amazing. Look at this, the Lone Star CityBlends.com. This, that, the entrepreneurs in every sense of the world and the of the word. <laughs> you know, hey, you know what? It's America. You're living the American dream, and that's what it's about. And that's you know, a little girl in Brazil selling the, mangoes. Look, you know, yeah, to, to this. To, birthday. Yeah, there you go. You know? This is beautiful, beautiful. So now, um, why don't you why don't you give us you know your social media information and your website so people can follow your amazing story because this is just another page in your book. There's more to come. So yes. let, let, let's uh, let's uh, give our listeners that information. Yes. Well, you can go to uh, the com to Karina's Corner, and you will find, you know, more things about me, like the gallery and all my stuff, because I don't have this my website. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can follow me on Twitter at Karina Brazil Pro. Um, Instagram at Karina Brazil Pro, and you can definitely go to my YouTube at Karina Brazil Pro, and my Facebook. You can like my page or friend me at uh, Karina Nascimento. 
There you go. And I'm telling you, it's you'll find a lot of my workouts and my training and, you know, what, all the things that I do daily. Well, you know Hopefully. something. Well, I think you're going to – I think – Anyone that follows you, they're going to get inspired, okay, just by, you know, and especially just hearing your story now. You know, you're not just some chick that wanted to get into, uh, you know, a professional physique competition. You know, you're not, you're not chasing this, you know, and patting yourself on the back. This is more of you're doing this for you, you're driven, and your kids see this. And they yeah. they're gonna get inspired because they know that they can do anything. So from a little, I'm inspired little, by you. Yeah. You know, I'm inspired by the fans. Um, they, everybody. It's like it's such a community. We we all need, you know, inspiration from one another. Yeah. You know, everybody. Just because if you think that you're doing the smallest thing. To some people, mm-hmm. to me, every time you wake up in the morning and you and you put an effort to achieve your goal, that's very inspiring yeah. to me. It keeps me going too, you know. Well, you know what, your kids, your kids are there for you. Your your hubby's there for you. Your fans are there for you. You know, you have the the fitness and bodybuilding community there is there for you as much as they can be and uh mm-hmm. you know i think you're going to be doing a lot more amazing things you know from you you're 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 capitalizing and monetizing on what you've done in the world of fitness and you turned it into a business the business of karina and you got john he's like he's like he's the mastermind so you have like pinky in the brain so that's what's happening mm-hmm. here okay you got stuff going on but you know what karina uh, I'm, it was fantastic having you on the show. I wish we had uh, more time Thank to you. go into it, but you oh, know, we we we, we, we yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, people probably wouldn't listen for two hours. Maybe, maybe they would. Maybe they would. But we're gonna catch them again because I want yeah. them to look forward to the next page, the next that next Absolutely. chapter. Where I know it's gonna be amazing. I know it is. So what what I want our listeners to do, you know. Check out Karina. Go to Karina Brazil uh, Pro on on Twitter or Instagram, and go to Lone Star uh, Distribution. Check that out, and you can get her her page on there and find out the stuff that they're doing. And then uh, what was it? City Blends, right? CityBlends.com. CityBlends.com. Check it out if you want the ultimate smoothie. CityBlends.com. And I just gave you a nice promo. <laughs> And then Supplemental X. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Uh, you, 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 your other sponsors, the other sponsor, Supplemental X, is doing some stuff. All right, Karina, thank you so much. Thank you. And, and I look boom. forward. I look forward. Yeah, big time boom. You know how I roll. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, you know, I look. I look forward to having you on again. And uh, for our listeners, you know, make sure to uh, tune in with us. Uh, for the next uh, show, we're bringing on some amazing people like Karina. We're gonna have some more amazing people on, and it's all about inspiring and and you know you getting something out of these of of the shows. And I'm so happy that all the people that listen to this show and it's uh, it's global, they get something out of it. So I want to thank you, the listeners, for for tuning in, and thank you, Karina. And we'll be back with you uh, next time. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done.
Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.